0: Hello and welcome to Talking the Talks, a podcast where we spend five to ten minutes learning about all the fascinating toxicants of the modern world. Today, Jamie's here to talk about glyphosate. How's it going, Jamie? Well, pretty good. Um, what made you want to talk about glyphosate?
1: Um, I just really know how widely used it is, and especially the agricultural industry, but people use it in their lawns and uh, parks use it, a lot of recreational areas. So I was just curious, um, hearing some of the stories, the horror stories about its carcinogenity, um, to see if I can debunk that and what the truth is, whether it has more advantages than disadvantages. And if it's actually a lot more beneficial, which I believe it yeah. would be.
0: Yeah, glyphosate feels like one of those um, chemicals that have been around forever, right? It's like such a foundational pesticides for us.
1: Yeah, it's it's been around for quite a while. And um, uh, it's just so yeah, heavily used and uh, used in a lot of industries.
0: Yeah. How long
1: has it been used for? It's um. It first was patented in the '60s actually as a descaler um, for pipes, and so it would like oh, get yeah calcium and whatnot from uh, pipes. Right. That was till the '70s. It was patented and uh, figured out to be a weed killer, herbicide, right. weed killer by Monsanto. One of the head scientists there, and then they uh, pr- uh, put the product out as Roundup. So. And Which is probably how
0: most folks know it out. Yeah,
1: that is the common name for glyphosate. Yeah. And uh, there are many other ways to market it. There's over like 600 products with the active ingredient glyphosate. Yeah out there and um so yeah it was patented but in the 70s by Monsanto and then through the 80s they were working on Roundup Ready and that was when the EPA Environmental Protection Agency in the states started to look into classing it as potentially carcinogenic which they did deem it potentially carcinogenic in the 80s and then in the 90s they changed it to that it was previously a class C, yeah. and then they changed it to a class E, only deeming it as um, non-likely carcinogenic, but there's still the, so they kind the possibility. kind of moved
0: it down the scale. Yeah, they
1: moved it down the scale of concern, yeah. like they weren't too concerned about it again. And Monsanto also was really fighting for They didn't want that reputation. They didn't want to be deemed carcinogenic at all. So they sure. kind of really fought hard and had scientists try and debunk that. Right. Um, and that was when they started dealing with Roundup Ready crops too in the 90s. And uh, so, so what does
0: that mean?
1: So Roundup Ready crops is... A crop is genetically modified so that it can be sprayed with Roundup and cause no harm to the crop, but it kills all the weeds and undesired species within the field. Like this would be an agricultural setting,
0: right? Yeah.
1: Um. So yeah, you can keep your desired species perfectly healthy and get rid of anything undesirable. So it leads to higher yields, healthier crops, and uh, yeah, just
0: bigger profits. Yeah, exactly, bigger profits
1: for sure. Yeah then uh the 2010s was it just boomed it went the double triple use like glyphosate just keeps getting used more and more and more as um, more harmful things like ddt for example are outlawed and other uh pesticides that they they know to be much more harmful so then they the glyphosate is a lot more used and also the International Agency for Cancer deemed it as probably carcinogenic and the EPA still found it as probably not. So there has been now some kind of debate as to whether it is.
0: So in terms of human effects, it, it sounds like it's it's a carcinogenic thing, it's a cancer-causing issue.
1: Yeah, it it's, uh, t- seems to be that there's the debate of carcinogenicity for humans. And it doesn't absorb like in humans well at all. It's it's very polar, so it usually just flushes through and it's not like a buildup. And I mean, it's a case of misuse. If you if you misuse it, then that's where it causes the harm. If you follow the regulations where the proper PPE or exposure should be limited mm-hmm. and um, yeah, the health effects should not be there. Another health effect is such as injection, ingestion or uh, inhalation of the mist would maybe cause some like throat and nose irritation. But there's not really any found crazy harm effects for human health. Um, the only fatalities they found is uh, ingestion that was on purpose like it was oh, gotcha. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. so that's like way yeah. out there.
0: <laughs> um, okay, so what would be then? You no, know, for the average person, what's their exposure to glyphosate?
1: Um honestly there is probably some exposure for most people just because of how widely used it is, and it's used everywhere. It's it's very commonly used in a lot of places. There was a study done in California it was a urine sample test across I'm not sure the exact parameters the sample numbers and such but 93 uh, percent of the people had glyphosate in their system small amounts but right.
0: glyphosate probably is metabolites
1: yeah it they had yeah. like tr- trace amounts in their system which could mean just um, it it's not even held in the body necessarily is just uh, came through but yeah right. uh, yeah, Yeah. so I, I think that a lot of people do have at least some exposure within their lifetime for sure. All right.
0: Okay, cool. So if you are um, if you wanted your listener to kind of take one thing home from this, they wanted to remember one thing, what would you hope it would be?
1: I would hope that people can understand that glyphosate has so much more positive effects than it does negative. It hasn't been proven to be... Fr- carcinogenic for one for sure and uh, it does have very minor health effects to people it it's persistent with the environment and it should definitely more studying should go into it and just determine that it is for sure safe but it has so many positive effects in the agricultural world that I think it shouldn't be just so heavily heavily uh, so much heavy fire on it or be considered to be banned because if glyphosate's banned then what are we going to use for herbicide it's it's the most common by far used herbicide right. out there and there isn't a fix for there there isn't an alternative to herbicide yet right if one day we can get there awesome but
0: yeah. there, there's no way to replace it without sacrificing food production
1: exactly exactly and in an yeah. ever growing world i think definitely food production is an important thing we can't sacrifice that so
0: awesome well thanks jamie for for stopping into the pod here and telling us all about glyphosate i had a blast Uh, be sure to tune in again to learn about some more fascinating toxicants in the modern world bye-bye
1: thank you